Yay! It's Kim. Hey, how are hey, you? Good. I'm doing good. So we're already recording. I'm just gonna go ahead and get started. It's very free flowy um, okay. type of vibe. So, um, but if you guys are listening in, um, this will be episode number twenty three, and I have a special guest of you, as you guys have already heard by the name of Kim Beatty. Um, but before we get started, just very briefly, um, this is Cami Knight with A Higher Love. Um, a Higher Love is another uh, phrase for saying unconditional love. And this type of love is placed on the inside of every single one of us. And my back quick story was, you know, I really wasn't raised to believe that love was that way. I thought that love was on the outside of me. I thought it was conditional. And that's really how I viewed God. And um, I really had my own encounter, um, my own awakening with God. And God showed me um, how, you know, we are all connected and how love is on the inside um, of every single one of us. And that unconditional love is placed on the inside of every single one of us. So I went through that whole process. And out of that came the phrase, a higher love. So on today's um, episode, um, in particular, I wanted to talk about um, the phases of the woman cycle, um, the phases of the woman cycle. Now, I have a special guest by the name of Kim Beatty. And before I go ahead and have her give her wonderful knowledge and wisdom, um, I just wanted to let you guys know. Now, before, before I met Kim Beatty, I had no idea that we were cyclical. I had no idea that we were connected to our bodies. I was just kind of really raised that you just throw the pad on, you know, when you start your cycle, you just put the tampon on, you just keep it moving. And um, I would always feel just different around my cycle, but it was more, I grew up in an environment where it was just more like, just suck it up and just keep moving. And when I, you know, came across Kim Baby um, through one of the retreats that I went to by the name of Shannon Yvette, um, it was just like my eyes had opened um, and I realized how connected and how important it is to listen to your body because it is you. And so I wanted to just let Kim come on now. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Thank my, you. For... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say my pleasure, Cammy. I am yes. so um, excited to be here, and I'm so grateful uh, that we met. We met at the Esther retreat that Shannon event did. Was that a year ago? I think that was a year I, ago. I think that was. I yeah. want to say it was a year ago, and uh-huh. um, we were both able to serve uh, there at the retreat, and uh-huh. I remember just having, um, you know, great conversations with you and vibing well with you as we went through, you know, walking all throughout the uh, the farmer's market Uh was so much fun and so Uh I'm so grateful to have met you and so grateful to have stayed in touch Uh yeah because it's it's, uh you're you because you're a powerful woman and I love what you're what you're doing and I love your haircut thank you oh man it is so so liberating it's more like I don't have because I've you know you've seen me with hair I've had hair for so long and I was just like oh just sitting in a chair because I work out a lot and I was sitting in a chair getting my hair done and my sister was with me and she was just like, so when are you going to cut your hair? And I was just like, um, I've been thinking about it. And then it just hit me. I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to do it. And my next appointment, I just did it. And it was just like, yeah, just a 
kind of a, it was really more of like a, I would say the effects of where I was. I really just kind of took the hair off because I wanted to become vulnerable with myself in all its totality. I was already at a place of vulnerability with love and being open and just being who I am. And so like the hair were just like, you know what? I just kind of want to remove the hair and just see me for me. And yeah. so, yeah, I love it. What? I went through it later, but I love it. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you share with the viewers. Um, I, I know you, you shared about um, briefly when we talked on the phone a while back when you were just sharing so much information about the cycle um, but I know there's tons of information I know you can't share it all in one podcast so if you can just like start with like the phases of the cycle or just your story and how you came about um, you know wanting or being drawn to this to this work you know absolutely so um Tammy, probably for over two decades, I know it's over two decades, I have um, done some sort of women's healing work. And Mm -hmm. I've been involved in this uh, back in the day. And and you know a little bit of my backstory, but to share Mm -hmm. with the the listeners, I was a pastor's wife. And uh, we had been married for 14 years and and, and had gone through a divorce. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's been a little over 10 years now. And... um, you know, early on, uh, you know, in my life as a pastor's wife, that was my, you know, work. It was the women's ministry, women's retreats and women's um, conferences and things of that nature. So it was always, you know, my my ministry type work, my Mm -hmm. give back work uh, was mostly centered around women as well Mm -hmm. as teen girls. And Mm -hmm. I had, you know, uh, created programs and rites of passage programs for young ladies and uh, pageants and things of that nature. And so that was my work, women and girls. And, and it had been for so long. And when I was going through a divorce, I said, you know what? I'm tired of women's ministry. I'm tired of petty people. I'm tired, yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of ministry, period. And yeah. it was a, a traumatic time for me. The work. And I'd be sitting at a coffee shop, looking over across the room at a woman and feeling her pain and feeling, you know, some of the things that she would, was going through uh, as an empath that impacted mm-hmm. me. And mm-hmm. so I connected with these women and I knew, okay, something is not over. This is not over for me. This, this um, healing work is not over. Mm-hmm. So I decided mm-hmm. um, that I would continue on with this healing work because I was just feeling so drawn to it and called to it. Yeah. So um, it, the work has evolved over the years. I wrote my first book, Authentically Me, and that was kind of my journey of self-discovery, cutting my hair, shedding parts of myself, grieving parts of myself, connecting to the authentic me. Yeah. Uh, and then from then on, I wrote my second book, Hey Sexy. I wrote a kid's book with my son, an affirmations book with my son. Um, but even all through this, you know, writing and publishing and traveling and speaking I was growing and expanding and with the growth and expansion which I just you know went through one of those seasons uh, even over the summer mm-hmm. with that I like to use this analogy of um, uh, a potted plant because I'm mm-hmm. so obsessed with plants right now Cammy mm-hmm. it's just ridiculous mm-hmm. they're everywhere they're like taking <laughs> over 
I've got an <laughs> urban jungle over here. <laughs> I love it. More oxygen. We need more oxygen. Yes. So, you know, I describe this analogy like a potted plant. And when you're expanding, like your roots are bigger than that pot. So that it mm-hmm. needs to be uprooted uh, yeah. from that container and planted either in a bigger container or planted outside of a container period and planted on the earth so it can grow as a tree and then truly sprout forth and, you know, allow those roots to, um, to reach a deeper level of soil and grounding. And so, mm-hmm. you know, when we are expanding and growing, that's what our lives feel like. It feels like we're being uprooted um, mm-hmm. and some things have to fall off and it causes some, you know, places of discomfort. And yeah. so I was experiencing that and experiencing um, uh, some growing pains and it just seems like things weren't, weren't, um, lining up for me that I, the way that I thought they should line up financially. And I was mm-hmm. just going through so much. And I asked this question, what am I, you know, what, wh- what do I need to do to change about myself? And then mm-hmm. I heard so clearly spoken to me, the only thing you need to change Kim is your perception of yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, when I heard that, I, I, I was grateful, but then I was also yeah. feeling this kind of sense of okay I already knew that you know thank you divine spirit thank you God thank you right uh uh, you know I I, thank you I appreciate you for this message but I kind of know that I kind of wrote books about that you know right right right, anything else right 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 I um went to bed and I woke up and I listened and I heard I was wakened up in the middle of the night with this message wake up goddess Mm -hmm. and it was so clear to me wake up goddess and I woke up and sat right up and looked around and nobody was there and speaking to me and so I'm like what in the world and goddess you know I I wouldn't use the word very often because it wasn't a part of our lexicon growing up in church being you know in church whenever we would talk about goddess it would be right uh, it would have to do with um adultery you know growing up in church and had to do with you know um goddess worship and that kind of thing and that was just kind of a no-no. We didn't really, uh, you know, I didn't associate myself with the term. Mm-hmm. So um, in my search, though, and I'm talking about dozens of books and seminars and retreats and, uh, you know, different mentors and just really searching, you know, what, what this message meant. And then, you know, of course, a lot of time alone. Uh, my own, yeah. you know, just trying to figure out what this message was and what it means for me, because it means mm-hmm. different things for different people. And what it meant for me was coming home to this feminine face of God and mm. um, truly embracing this feminine face of God. And one of the names of God is El Shaddai, which is yeah. the uh, the mighty one with breasts. Yes. And, and, and truly embracing this um, expanded view of God, if you will, of you know, mm-hmm. because we've, we've been taught the, the more masculine mm-hmm. um, view mm-hmm. of God. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and I think that is wonderful. It's, it's, it's absolutely wonderful. But mm-hmm. then there is a part of the divine that is feminine yes. that many of us are disconnected from. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in this experience of waking up this divine feminine energy within me and connecting to this, um, I was led to do this womb work. I was shown that um, in order to wake up this divine feminine energy, I had to wake up my womb. Yes. Right? Yeah. 
And so the womb healing work for me was transformative because it allowed me to connect to a part of myself that I had been disconnected to from, you know, all of my life. Mm-hmm. And the only time I you know, focused really on my womb is when I had cramps or when I was given birth. Right, 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 right. right. So, uh, exactly. And so in all of this, I, I learned so much and mm-hmm. uh, was blessed with mentors and blef- mm-hmm. blessed with teachers and blessed mm-hmm. with books that I could mm-hmm. also learn from. Mm-hmm. And, um, and in my learning and in my, you know, from learning from my uh, very wise teachers um, being open and receptive and understanding that this part of our body is um, transforming, that it not mm-hmm. only is, it's not only an organ, but it is an energetic space. You know, yeah. It not only births babies, yeah. but it births potentiality and ideas yeah. and dreams and visions. Yeah. And yes. so connecting to this is like a coming home uh, exactly. to this part of us. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of how it all started, Cami, in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the story goes so deeper because I learned that connecting to the womb connects to an inner cosmos, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so it's this Absolutely. infinite spaciousness that's mm-hmm. within us, that's housed within us, that we are so blessed to have. Yes. And so um, with that, the, um, you know, the desire to be open and to learn mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. about our bodies, um, yes. you know, kind of sprung forth because as I'm talking about womb healing and connecting and, you know, disconnecting from energies that will deplete us, disconnecting from pet yes. lovers and things of that nature. Yes. Doing this mm-hmm. womb healing work brought up so much pain for people and also mm-hmm. brought up the fact that there are many women who are so disconnected because of the yes. womb diseases mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. have, whether it's fibroids mm-hmm. or we've, you know, yes. had hysterectomies or mm-hmm. experienced trauma and we carry so much trauma in the pelvic area in the womb yes. space. Yes. And so it brought up a lot for so many people. So I was like, okay, we've got to be able to deal with these different issues that women are having, um, which, you know, continued my um, desire and hunger to, you know, to want to be a blessing, to want to help people. So I've started, um, you know, doing further work with nutrition to help women mm-hmm. to deal with some of the issues that they are doing, making mm-hmm. some lifestyle changes understanding the fact that we are cyclical, which is what we're going to talk Uh, about today and how much that will help support us and in in, in living sustainable lives, because um, a lot of the issues we have, some may be hereditary, some Mm -hmm. um, may be, or a lot of it largely in part to our lifestyles. Yes. So when we learn about our cyclicality, we can learn how to support ourselves all throughout the month, understand mm-hmm. what our body needs, understand mm-hmm. our need for rest and rejuvenation, yeah. understand mm-hmm. that, you know, we go through these times of receptivity, of gestation, yes. and these times mm-hmm. of releasing and birthing. Mm-hmm. And every moment is not time for us to release and birth. There's time for us right. to be still. There's time for us to uh, be receptive and open. There's time mm-hmm. for us to rest and to gestate. Yes. And so absolutely. when we understand our cycle, when we understand our season, we mm-hmm. don't fall into the pressures of, oh, I got to do this because Cami is doing a podcast. Now, right. So now I got to right. do a podcast. Right. Or right. this right. particular person uh, has written a book. Now it's time for me to write a book. And now, no, I follow my rhythm. Exactly. And how beautiful is that? Because yes. we are a part of yes. nature. 
And mm-hmm. so when you connect to this nature, when you connect to this womb space, we understand that just like nature, we are cyclical beings. Yes. And we understand that there is a time, as Ecclesiastes talks about so uh, beautifully, a time for everything, a season mm-hmm. for everything. Mm-hmm. And we can rest, come home to our bodies, nurture our bodies, give yes. ourselves, give our bodies what it needs and live a more cyclical based life. And that's yeah. what I'm so passionate about teaching you know, as a women's healing arts educator, as a women's leader, feminine divine leader, uh, I'm so passionate about helping women find their own it. flow, find their flow and become one with that flow. I, oh, I love it. I love, love, love it. That's I mean, you came in my you came in my life just at the perfect time, because when I went through my whole, um, you know, enlightenment, awakening with, you know, the, the divine, all of this energy was just happening on the inside of my body and I was like what is going on I couldn't connect I didn't know what it meant and I was like oh my god and so when you came into my life and you were sharing about the womb and I was like oh my god so this is why my uterus I'm feeling like this pulsating Uh this this Uh energy and then I was feeling it in my heart I was feeling the the energy go flowing within my heart then I was feeling the connection between my heart and my womb and it was just like, oh my God, I'm understanding what's going on, but I need to put a language to it. And so when you, you know, when you came in into my life sharing this, I was just like, it was like my soul was like, this is it, like, aha. So I wanted to um, ask you if you could share um, just the, how, what is the whole meaning of the cycle? Because I know. I didn't know that, you know, mm-hmm. we were oftentimes we can be in sync with the moon, mm-hmm. um, you know, things of that nature and how, you know, there's 28 um, phases of the moon, just like, you know, there's 28 um, days of, you know, the woman's cycle and all of that and how we are connected with these, with all of the the, um, the elements of, of what God has placed on the earth and in particular the moon. Um, but I wanted to talk about, or not me talk about, I would like for you to share um, you know, just the phases of the cycle, mm-hmm. um, you know, information about that to the women. Yes. So um, there is this link to the womb and the moon. So the moon was the woman's first calendar. It was the moon with the moon that she, you know, she would keep up with um, where she was in within her cycle mm-hmm. and when she was most most fertile when she um, was, you know, it was time for menstruation, when it was time for ovulation. Um, and so it, it, it is a very beautiful connection. There are 28 days or so within the cycle. And this is not an mm-hmm. exact science because our bodies are different, mm-hmm. but there's about 28 days of the um, 28 days within the moon's cycle. Yeah. Um, you know, give or take. And then with the woman's body, it can be anywhere between 26, 27, 28 days or so within the woman's mm-hmm. body, some, some up to 30, but yeah. on average about 28 days, I would say on average. Um, yes. And again, some of our cycles are shorter. Some of our cycles are longer, but that's how the women would keep up with their cycle when they were menstruating and when they were more, most fertile, when they, they were ovulating. Um, was 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 by the moon, and there was such this connection 
to the moon and the womb. And we can learn so much, even just by following the phases of the moon. Mm -hmm. So for the woman who is menstruating or for the woman who's not, perhaps they've gone through um, uh, um, a hysterectomy, they no longer Mm -hmm. have a cycle, or maybe they're on some sort of, um, you know, birth control. They don't have a cycle right now. Right. Maybe they just have irregular cycles. Mm Understanding our own menstrual flow is a great way for us to support ourselves. But if we don't have a cycle, we can follow the cycles of the moon and still get in sync with our own feminine flow. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. there are phases of the woman's cycle. There are four different phases. um, There's that um, follicular phase. There's ovulation. There is the luteal phase. And then there's menstruation. I, oh, like, no, this is good. I like to look <laughs> at it uh, in terms of seasons as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that follicular phase, it's when the body is sending the messages, uh, the brains and the messages to the body to release the egg. Uh, of course, that ovulation is when we are most, most fertile, right? Mm-hmm. And then we go mm-hmm. through that luteal phase and then back to menstruation. Mm-hmm. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, I like to look at it as, you know, if, and of course that luteal phase, if we've not, if during ovulation, if we did not, if the egg was not implanted, that luteal phase gets, prepares our body to release that and mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. to menstruate again. Yeah. Um, when we look at, I like to look at it in the, in the, in the form of um, seasons Yes. And there's that winter, there's that spring, there's that summer, and there's autumn. Mm-hmm. So menstruation is kind of um, uh, kind of symbolic of the, uh, it's that winter that we're going mm-hmm. through. Because it's that time when we feel withdrawn, usually. Right. For the most part, right. we feel, oh, I don't want to mm-hmm. be bothered. I just, I don't feel right. well. I'm kind of withdrawn. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, you know, I just want to go within. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. after that menstruation, we experience the spring yeah, where we start to feel more energetic. Right. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. we're like, oh, okay, I'm feeling better now. I'm getting out and about it. I'm, I got more energy. I'm doing more things Then yeah. we have. So that's the spring then, uh, which is, you know, that uh, follicular phase. And then we have the summer, which is ovulation. Mm-hmm. Summer is the time what we're feeling more outgoing. We are mm-hmm. going to the beach. You know, the beaches are full in the summer and people are out doing things and they're sitting mm-hmm. outside. And mm-hmm. so it, it, mm-hmm. it is a time uh, when we may feel most outgoing. Yeah. We may feel most magnetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may feel even more attractive during that time for that for the woman who's who's uh, looking for a mate who desires to mm-hmm. have a mate during your ovulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, go out on the town during ovulation time. And that doesn't guarantee mm-hmm. you're going to find a mate, but right, right. Um, it, it is the time when you're feeling more, most energetic and most magnetic. Yes. yes, um, yes and so absolutely. it's a great time to go out when you are feeling attractive and magnetic, you will attract. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and so, uh, and then if you're not feeling like you want to, be attracting them mate you know you may not want to go out during that time right so um you know but but hey if you are feeling you know what i'm yeah i just want to be out in town and meeting and greeting and and Mm -hmm. seeing you know 
Um, mm-hmm. Then that's a great time. Go sit on the bar stool and, you know, have a glass of wine and you'd be amazed mm-hmm. at the attraction that mm-hmm. you will have because you're even more, more magnetic during your ovulation phase. Yes. And when you think yes. about the woman's body is when her body is being prepared mm-hmm. um, uh, for, for conception. So yes. it is this magnetism she's drawing in. Now, that doesn't mean that this is a time when you just, you know, need to go <laughs> procreate. It doesn't mean that. But right, the right. symbolic of it. It's yeah. like this time yeah. when I am magnetic. I am drawing to yes. myself. Yes, absolutely. You know, and then I, there. Oh, did you have a question? No, I was going to say something, but go ahead. No, I was going to say. So then after that. um uh, after that summer, there is that autumn. So mm-hmm. it's that time when we start to, our energy may start to wane a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that autumn is um, symbolic of that whole follicular phase of us about to release, you know? So mm-hmm. our, our energy may wane a little bit. And then mm-hmm. here comes menstruation again, that mm-hmm. winter phase and so when we understand this about our bodies when we understand this about our cycle we know how to best support ourselves we know that we are not supposed to be in ovulation phase every day can you imagine if you lived in ovulation every day you would be exhausted you'd be burned out you'd be um you know half dead because yeah, it's a, it's, exactly, it's more yeah. of a go 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 and a do yes. and outgoing. Mm-hmm. But the way that the way that our bodies are set up, the way that nature is set up, mm-hmm. we need that time of respite. We need oh. the time of going within. Um, it's the time where we are most creative when we go yeah. within and we learn to listen to our bodies. What is our bodies telling us? What is what are these cramps mm-hmm. telling us? My legs are aching. What is that saying to me? Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. to cycle. That is the problem, uh, even though many of us have problem cycles, it's your cycle is telling you what is going on with your body. Your cycle mm-hmm. is signaling to you oh, that, is so that, good. that there's some things going on with your body. And if, you're, that, if your cycle is unhealthy, it is telling you that there's something that needs to be addressed within your mm-hmm. body. Oh my God. You just said a mouthful. You just, I just want to interject and say two things. One thing I learned about you, and that is rhythm. I learned from you. I remember you you were talking about um, where you, I believe you were on your your monthly flow and uh, one of your, you had, I think you had an appointment with one of your clients and you had, I think you had a a headache. And at the time, um, you know, I think your appointment was getting ready to approach, but instead of, you know, just like pushing your body, you said, you know, I'm going to, you know, let my client know. You know, is it okay if we reschedule? And I love that. And I was just like, you gave yourself that permission. And it's like, you can become, um, you can execute so much more when you're listening to the rhythms of your body. And so when you said that, I was like, oh my God, like how often have I lived really outside of myself? Just like, go, 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 punch, 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 punch the clock, go, 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 go. And I was just like, when you said that, it, was, it just really shifted my whole thinking and just really took me back to just being connected with the self and, and giving myself that permission that it's okay to rest. It's okay to, you know, um, flow into the masculine, uh, what, you know, what many would, would call the more the masculine energy where you have more of a harder drive and it's okay to, to, 
honor yourself and trust what you are yeah. what is going on in your body because it is connected <laughs> with God so use it <laughs> so. absolutely and and speaking of that masculine energy we all have it we have the absolutely. masculine we have the feminine divine the divine is not merely right. masculine or merely right. feminine it's both and so there is this beautiful there is this beautiful flow mm-hmm. this beautiful divine masculine divine feminine mm-hmm. flow there is this beautiful dance of the divine masculine and feminine that we all walk yes. in. Now, some of us, we have more masculine energy. Some of us have more feminine yeah. energy and we can learn to be more in sync with it. And let me talk, let me share a beautiful mm-hmm. picture of how the masculine and feminine mm-hmm. works. And that's in birth, <sighs> giving birth. Huh. So when you are giving birth and I'm talking about a, a, a vaginal yeah. birth um, and you're having to push, you know, mm-hmm. right? So there is a part of that birthing process where there's some mm-hmm. force, okay? And that, that kind of represents, uh, you know, a masculine right. um, energy, that force there, because there are times when we have to push, yes. right? Yeah. Um, but that whole experience, and you know, you've had kids, mm-hmm. you know that it is not all predictable. Mm-hmm. And those babies don't come when you right. say, you know, when you go to the doctor and they go, okay, here's your due date. That doesn't mean that's your due date. They're going to come when they Mm -hmm. are ready. They're going, your body, you just can't control that. So you got to get in this whole, uh, you know, place of being open and surrendering, Mm -hmm. which is more of the feminine, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's more of the allowing and it's more of um, a flow Mm -hmm. because you can't control birth. You can't control every aspect yeah. of birth. Nowadays, yeah, we can induce in certain days. But even then, when, when my son, we had to induce. And I, you know, and I wish I was more educated even back then when I was giving mm-hmm. birth. Because I wouldn't have done some of the things that, that, uh, that I yeah. did. Or may, I, may, I, I may have made different choices. I, I just say it that right. way. Um, but I chose, okay, they told me I, I was, um, you know, I, I had um, g- not gestational diabetes but what is it when you are um when your your blood your pressure is high yes um, yes 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 that so one <laughs> I, I i was draw i was um i can't think right now but mm-hmm. i was um retaining fluid and i was on bed rest and they were watching my blood pressure and they were so i had to um I, so they went ahead and induced mm-hmm. they induced on a certain day um, and so I knew that at some point that day I would give birth, but it was hours and hours and hours right. later right. that I gave birth. So there was this surrendering. Mm-hmm. I had to wait. We had to wait, yeah. you yeah. know, until your body was yeah. ready, until you're dilated, mm-hmm. until, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so that is the beauty of this masculine and feminine energy doing its thing mm-hmm. together. Because there was this force that's needed at a time when they say, push, 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 mm-hmm. push, push. Okay. That's time for you to push. But then there is this time for you to, okay, stop. Now let's see what this baby's mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. And there's this, there is this surrender. And that's, that's the way our lives yes. are. There is this push, push, but then there is a stop. Mm-hmm. Wait, breathe, surrender. Yes. Um, yes. And so if we look at our lives that way, if, if we approach life that way, there is that time for us to push. And there is that time for us to wait, surrender to this whole process mm-hmm. and this, not forcing it to come. Yeah. You can't force that baby to come in the flow. You have to surrender to that beautiful process 
And so um, that's how our lives should be. And, and there are times in our lives when we want to force yes. things. We want to force businesses. Yes. We want to force success. Mm-hmm. We want to force things to look a certain mm-hmm. way. And that may be the time when you just have to kind of stop and let that baby get in position, yes. allow your body to adjust, allow that dilation to take place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, before we uh, injure ourselves, injure our babies or, you know, um, birth prematurely. Mm-hmm. And there are many people who uh, have done that. I've done me that too. before. I've birthed, mm-hmm. I've birthed mm-hmm. projects and things prematurely mm-hmm. and um, have had to, you know, suffer the co- consequences yeah. of that. But I learned sure. from it. We sure. learned from those things. But the most beautiful thing to me is learning how to flow with that energy oh. and understanding when I birth this, mm-hmm. that it's time for me to mm-hmm. birth this. I'm not really birthing this and that I'm not holding in this in too long and I'm not over right. you know? Right. So that comes with knowing, that comes with being quiet. Yes. It comes with knowing our bodies, yes. knowing our yes. divine timing, knowing our flow, because mm-hmm. your flow is different mm-hmm. from my flow, mm-hmm. and launching and pushing that when it's time. Yes, and trusting it. Yes, yes. and trusting it. Big, a big mm-hmm. one, trusting. Mm-hmm. trusting that process, trusting that yes. flow. Yes, absolutely. Hashtag, large caps, quotation marks, all, all around that. Absolutely. I want to also share one more thing. Um, one thing I did notice about um, when I'm on my monthly flow, it doesn't happen often, but when I, in particular, when I was going through my transition, um, what I found out during that, when I would have my monthly flow was that there were things in the furnace, things that was inside of me that I had really uh, carried along the way like bitterness, um, hurt, uh, you know, caring, you know, other, my, you know, my mother, mother's wounds and my, my, my ancestor wounds. And I realized that, um, in the monthly flow, I was extra sensitive, but it felt like I was carrying just other people's stuff. And I was like, why am I crying? Mm-hmm. Why am I, why am I crying more than usual? Okay. I know that, you know, in your cycle, you're more sensitive. And I was like, no, it's something else here. And I was like, oh, not only, you know, the, the cycle is a time of, you know, resting, but the, also the cycle is a time of cleansing. And, you know, not only do we mm-hmm. physically cleanse, but it's like a of, of like emotionally and spiritually cleansing. So I found myself like cleansing myself of the agreements and the, and the wounds that I had, mm-hmm. you know, just picked up subconsciously, you know, in my childhood and along the way. And I was like, this is amazing. So it's like, it's there for a reason. It's not there for you to ignore. Okay, why do I feel sensitive? Why do I feel that way? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, let me not ignore this. This is this is a feeling. Let me address it. Let me, Beautiful. yeah, let me allow mm-hmm. it to come up to the surface. So, yeah. yeah. That is, yeah. that's yeah. beautiful. And, and I love mm-hmm. that intuitively you knew that. Mm-hmm. And that's what this work brings us to. It brings mm-hmm. us to, um, the connection to our inner wisdom. Mm. Oh, so there will be times when, um, you know, you may be drawn to certain things and it's all a part of your healing mm-hmm. process. And when we mm-hmm. connect to our inner wisdom, it's like we're connecting to our inner guru and we mm-hmm. learn how to listen to that oh, voice. I love Then that. we learn how to trust that voice. And I love that. When it says, okay, Cammie, 
you know, some things that you're attached to during this time. Mm-hmm. This is a wonderful time. Absolutely. It, we, our bodies mm-hmm. are detoxing. It is a great time okay. for us to release. Our body is releasing. Mm-hmm. It's a great time for us to release mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to let go and to, and to ask those questions. What is it that I need to let go? Mm-hmm. What is it during this time? What is it I need to let go? What is yes. it? Um, it's, it's a beautiful time to let go. It is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a time to go within and listen to those creativity, yes. those creative um, um, yearnings, and mm-hmm. you know whatever your heart stirrings are to listen to all of that. It's definitely mm-hmm. a time to go within mm-hmm. to figure mm-hmm. out what is I need to let go. What is it that I need to create and celebrate? Mm-hmm. What is I need yeah. to embrace? And yeah. so, um, oh, that's good. And so, and so when we are. Uh, nearing the end of that period, we start to get more energy, you know, mm-hmm. and it's time to start implementing some things that creative, mm-hmm. those creative ventures that's mm-hmm. coming to us, those ideas and start kind of implementing, playing with some of that, being creative. Yeah. And then in the summer, it's a great time for us to start pushing. And I'm talking about during the cycle. So that ovulation mm-hmm. time is a great time mm-hmm. for us to start uh, really, really pushing and, mm-hmm. you know, firing on all cylinders and getting things done. And then honoring our bodies when it starts to come around and not feeling, you know, not feeling uh, embarrassed or not feeling, you know, uh, any regrets about Mm -hmm. your diminishing energy because Mm -hmm. it's it's Mm -hmm. our body's way of our inner built in system Mm -hmm. way of telling us that we are cyclical beings, honor that, honor Mm -hmm. that and give Mm -hmm. ourselves what we need. So I know that around my cycle time, uh, I get craving. So mm-hmm. I get my, give my body what it needs and I try to mm-hmm. eat more root vegetables, right? Yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, you know, sweet potatoes and things of that nature. And if this is all about, mm-hmm. this is all mm-hmm. about bio-individuality, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. works for you. Now, I know yes. I get cravings, so I try to eat like some sweet potatoes and things of that nature mm-hmm. to kind of stave off yeah. those sweet cravings. So I'm supporting yeah. myself so I don't, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so, so I remain healthy all throughout yes. my cycle, you know, mm-hmm. and then I know that I need rest and rejuvenation. So I may not, uh, you know, I may have to decline certain things and, you know, really mm-hmm. protect my time. I mm-hmm. know that when I'm ovulating, it's a great time for me to launch projects. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful mm-hmm. time for, for, you know, for you to make, you know, maybe to ask for that raise. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a great time for you to, you know, to be out and about that springtime is a good time for me to, you know, start these creative ventures. And then yeah. I know that there is a time that I'm going to wane more in energy and I give myself permission to do that and understand how I can support. So, so that's a good question right there to ask yourself, mm-hmm. how can mm-hmm. I support myself through every phase of my cycle mm-hmm. to oh, prepare okay. for the next yeah. season? Yeah. You know, pr- truly preparing mm-hmm. when there's winter, when winter is coming, we start to do what we start to prepare. We make sure that mm-hmm. we have our blankets and our coats. Mm-hmm. If, if there is a freeze, I'm covering my plants. I'm bringing them in. We prepare. Yeah. So mm-hmm. looking at your cycle, understand that you are cyclical nature and different times in your of, of the month, you have different needs and start mm-hmm. to prepare for for that. And so I'm fascinated mm-hmm. with this. I'm fascinated with understanding that. There are certain supplements that I can take during the month. Yes. There yeah. are there's certain food that mm-hmm. I can, um, you know, eat at different times of the month to mm-hmm. help support me. 
I'm mm-hmm. on my cycle there I like warm things and that really mm-hmm. nourishes me um yeah. uh, during ovulation I like eating a lot of salads and mm-hmm. light mm-hmm. things and cool things mm-hmm. because I need that energy yeah. uh, I don't want to feel heavy and weighted down so it's really about learning your body learning your cyclicality understanding that you are a cyclical being and learning yeah. how to support yourself for more sustainable living oh that's so good that is so good. That is so good. So before we end the podcast, Kim, you are just so amazing to me. I'm just so grateful to have met you. Um, but before we go, can you share with the people how they can get in contact with you, uh, your website, things of that nature? Yes. Yeah, so my website is KimBaity.com. My first and last name, KimBaity.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple of things on there. I have some free resources on there. If you go to uh, the resource tab, there is a free menstrual chart. You can download that menstrual chart and start tracking your your cycle. Uh, I also have a, a Yoni Love, which is a, mm-hmm. a free ebook that you can mm-hmm. get from going to my website and understand how to um, love on your body. Come home to this sacred space, this portal mm-hmm. where life comes from. Mm-hmm. So that's there, and you can read some more about the programs and things of that nature. We also have the womb journal, which is uh, constantly being tweaked, and mm-hmm. uh, it is definitely <laughs> a a coming home. It's a coming mm-hmm. home to the sacred center. Oh, I love so, that. um, you know, you'll learn more about uh, your cyclical nature. You'll learn mm-hmm. how to chart your cycle. Uh, there's some recipes and some rituals in there. To, to yeah. truly come home and uh, understand this powerhouse that we have. And then mm. there's some meditations and uh, there's some, um, some pages to write. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. yes, it's constantly been tweaked. So definitely, um, you know, when you do purchase the womb journal, you get a digital download and you also get some videos to, to watch, um, to learn more about coming home to this sacred center that many of us, that's, that's foreign to many of us. But yeah. that's housed right within our wombs and in, mm. our, in, in the space of our wombs. And so it yeah. goes in detail and if you're no longer uh, menstruating on how you can sync with the moon. And, um, you know, if, if you, you leave me a message on there, if you, if you want to do uh, some deeper work, um, that's mm-hmm. what I love doing, working with women one-on-one, doing some deeper work. I can't do very much mm-hmm. of it, but um, yeah. just because of time limitations, but. Yeah, KimBaby.com. I, I love it, Kim. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. I'm so grateful. I really am grateful for you, honestly. Like, my heart just smiles when I think of your name. And I'm just so honored and grateful that you took the time out of your busy day, your busy schedule to share with the viewers and to come on my podcast. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. And thank you all for listening to me rant uh, about <laughs> what I'm so passionate about. And I, I love you it. Become passionate. I love I hope it. You all become passionate about womb yes. and womb work because it's not my work. It's Cammie's yeah. work. And it's all of our work because mm-hmm. it's through this womb work that I believe we, we, we bring healing to yes. our bodies, our lives, oh. our families, oh. and ultimately to our planet. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that is all. Tune in next time. Thank you, Kim. Thank you guys for listening in. And I will catch you guys another time. Thanks, Kim. You're welcome. Bye, Kim. Bye. 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 B